Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 15 Minute You, your official college football podcast of your morning commute. I'm Evan Wazork. That's my brother, Matt. What up, Doe? What up, Doe? We are here to bring you everything you need to know about the college football world in hopefully 15 minutes. Sorry about leaving you without a dope pod to step to early this week. We were visiting family, had some issues getting set up. You know how that goes. We will never go without posting a dope pod for you or at least giving you a shout out on social media. Our bad. Our bad. We do love you, though, and we appreciate you being here this week. So let's rock and roll. You ready to rock and roll? Let's do it. All right, top 25. When Evan calls your name, please say here. It's time for the roll call. Roll call. Surprise, surprise. Number one, Alabama. Number two, Ohio State. Number three, Clemson. Number four, Penn State. Number five, Oklahoma. Number six, USC. Number seven, Washington. Number eight, Michigan. Number nine, Wisconsin. Florida State dropping ten, excuse me, seven spots to number ten. Number eleven, Oklahoma State. Number twelve, LSU. Number thirteen, Auburn. Number fourteen, Stanford. Number fifteen, Georgia. Number sixteen, Miami. Number 17, Louisville. Number 18, Virginia Tech. Number 19, Kansas State. Number 20, Washington State. Number 21, South Florida. Number 22, Florida, dropping five spots. Then we have welcoming to the party, Texas Christian University at 23. Welcome to the party, Notre Dame at 24. And then at 25, Tennessee still awkwardly standing in the doorway while Matt and I are like, come into the party, man. What are you doing? They're like, I'm on their cell phone. I didn't invite them. I didn't invite them to the party. Don't come in. Actually, y'all can turn around. You were kind of like those guys that I was like, hey, you should join us. But really don't. Please don't. So speaking of beer runs, Evan. Yeah. Tennessee awkwardly in the doorway. Uh, I don't mind sending them up to get go to pick up a sixer. Um, anybody else you would send? I'm okay with Tennessee being at 25. I just think it's kind of funny they won a game and didn't move. They should have lost that game. They won it, though. True. So, other teams, though, I don't think there's any egregious should not be in the top 25. Florida kind of caught my eye, but you have to take into account that, you know, they had so many players suspended that, like, did we really see their real team? You know, how is all that going to shake out? Maybe South Florida as well, but no, I don't think any egregious, like, you came here with no beer, turn around, get your beer. Dude, I'm telling you, Notre Dame's got 48 hours before they're in an Uber headed the other direction. Dude. <laughs> have somebody else at the party, Notre Dame's going to be on the way home. We'll see. We'll see. It's their first game above the mason Dixon line since the 1960s. Or, excuse me, Georgia. That's interesting. That's wild, man. Weird. Above the mason Dixon line? What a time to be alive, you know? Georgia, Holy above shit. the Mason-Dixon yeah. line. Anyways, Matt, so... Just general reactions. Week one, I suppose we should start with the marquee game, Alabama-Florida State. Your reaction to the game, implications it might have for the rest of the season. Sure. I thought Bama was Bama in the game. It's unclear how much the Francois injury impacted the outcome of the game. I do think the injuries on both sides, though, are going to have huge impacts for each team. Francois, to me, is borderline decimating for the Knowles. I'm also interested to see the impact of losing two linebackers on 
on a defense for Bama that played very stout against free shoes. Christian Miller is a starter at Sam. Darrell Lewis was the one of the Tide's top young defenders. Both those guys are out for the season. If they can overcome that kind of adversity, to me, though, Bama's in the driver's seat in terms of the college football playoff. We'll see if any SEC teams can contend with Bama. In your eyes, are there any contenders on Bama's schedule left in the SEC? I mean, right now, I'm thinking no. We'll have to see those linebacker injuries. If I'm not mistaken, they had a third one that was injured, like in preseason or something. So they're pretty shorthanded at linebacker. But, you know, Saban reloads, man. Like something is in the water down there. We'll have to see. Maybe Georgia, you know, they've been hyped up all preseason. But I I have no reason to doubt Bama just yet. Nor do 60 voters of the AP poll, by the way. Yeah, nor do I. (laughs) <laughs> fair fair um moving on michigan florida kind of mentioned this earlier you know florida had a lot of players out so did we really get to see to them but even if that wasn't the real florida man they battled them tough for a while speed throwing two pick sixes again give me that reaction matt i was a little frustrated with the commentators during the game and i know you were too talking about you know, criticizing harbaugh for taking speed out after back-to-back pick sixes like All of us have been in that situation where you're really flustered and things have not gone the way you wanted. And for Wilton Speed, they didn't go the way he wanted in a dramatic way on national television in front of a lot of people. His team went from a 10-3 lead to a 17-10 deficit. He needed a breather and he needed to step out. If you can't handle that kind of pressure, you know what I mean? Like, oh no, coach benched me after I threw two pick sixes. Like, I'll be terrible for the rest of the season. Preach. Then you shouldn't Preach. be the starting quarterback at a big-name program like Michigan. He Preach. handled that Preach. benching like a champ. In your eyes, is there a quarterback controversy at Michigan? No, absolutely not. I thought he came back, played great. It's very great to know uh, we can count on our backup O'Corn. But no, mm-hmm. I think speed is still in the driving seat. Tennessee, Georgia Tech. Uh, Monday night game. Exciting F, as the millennials are saying these days, man. I mean, As the millennials say. There's a couple teams I love watching. Air Force, Navy, Georgia Tech. Because they have this really old school, like you see the wishbone. 50 options in one game. Personally, I love it. Then double overtime. Like they were really grinding against Tennessee. I think they made the right call going for two um, at, at the end. But man, exciting game. Any thoughts other than that? I was just bitter that they didn't pull it out. I thought for sure. They they went for it. I mean, I put it out on Twitter. I said, Paul Johnson's my dude. I gained instant respect for you. Absolutely. Go for two. Let's play right now. Preach. Preach. The other news in week one, upsets. A lot of upsets out there. We may have had the greatest upset of all time. What do you think about that, Evan? No. Howard over UNLV. Howard was a 45-point dog in that game. No, I, I ESPN's trying to hype this greatest upset of all time. Like I almost vomited in my mouth when I read that. Whoa, 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 45 point dog. Why no, would you not? No, like no, 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 no. One. Okay. Hang on real quick. I did my ROTC at Howard university. Love the Bisons. Love Howard. Brandon, friend of the pod went there. Alumni shout out, Brandon, but shout out, Brandon. greatest upset of all time. I'm sorry. App State over Michigan in the big house. End of story. That is the greatest upset of all time. I don't care what the spread was. I do not care. That was the greatest upset. This doesn't even close. Period and dot. 
I don't even think, though, it was the biggest upset of the week. Liberty over Baylor was a bigger deal. Like, no, I'm no, sorry. UNLV, no, 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 no. Name the starting quarterback for UNLV. Name the head coach. Colin Kaepernick. No, I don't know. He's... <laughs> he went to Nevada, by the way. It was not, that was, that's a lie by ESPN. Straight up lie. Uh, you know, I just, I mean, I permanently blacked out the App State Michigan game, so I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm impressed by Howard. I'm really impressed oh, by Caleb. Oh, it's impressive. Newton. Very Cam impressed. Cam Newton's brother looked like he could play probably better than Cam, but like. Oh, that's blasphemous. Good Lord. Good Lord, son. I, this is also the 10-year anniversary of Big Jimmy taking down Pete Carroll and college football throwback John David Booty in the Coliseum. Stanford. This is before Stanford becomes the Stanford that we know they are today. Stanford's a 41-point underdog. Go into the Coliseum, play in a USC team that's riding a 35-game home win streak. But the Cardinal take it home. Where's that on your list of upsets? Two. Behind Michigan. App State at <laughs> Michigan. Michigan's ranked number five. I'm, so, I'm, not, I'm not hearing an argument to the contrary. Man, App State beating Michigan. I, I've never heard of that. Never heard, I'll have to look that up. You should watch the highlights. Pretty exciting game. Should I, though? Mm, probably not. So, all right, enough with last week. Let's talk this week. Let's do it. You ready to pick them? All right, folks. So, I'm just going to burn through real quick the ones uh, Matt and I agree on. So, first game, Friday night, we got uh, Purdue and the Ohio Bobcats. We're both taking Purdue. Then we have number eight, Michigan, hosting the Cincinnati Bearcats, Matt and I's alma mater. Well, in a way, I took some classes there. Uh, we're both taking... Oh, Bearcats. We're both taking uh, the boys in blue. Then we got Duke, Northwestern. We're both taking Northwestern. The fierce in-state rivals, Iowa, Iowa State. We're both taking the Hawkeyes. Shout out to Ryan Putz. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Maryland Townsend. We're both taking uh, Maryland. And why wouldn't you after that Texas game? Then we got it also in-state rivals, Penn State, Pittsburgh. We're both taking Penn State, though. It's in Happy Valley. I don't know why you wouldn't. Virginia, right. Indiana. Both taking Indiana. Gave Ohio State some serious trouble. I think that I think they're gonna do well this season. Illinois is taking on the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky. We're both taking Illinois. Oregon State, Minnesota, Sky Uma. We're both taking Minnesota. Then we got Arkansas against number twenty-three TCU. We're both taking Arkansas. Starting to get into some higher ranking agreement games. We got number three Clemson against number thirteen Auburn. We're both taking Clemson. Then we got. Number 25, Notre Dame, against number 15, Georgia. We're both taking Georgia. Notre Dame, you've been great at the party. We'll see you around. Probably never. Haven't been, you actually haven't been that great. <laughs> appreciate it if you leave. Getting into games we disagree. Michigan State v. Western Michigan. I'm actually taking the Broncos. They gave USC some trouble last week. You're taking Sparty. Five seconds. Go. Yeah, I mean, this year's Broncos ain't last year's Broncos. You're very high on Michigan directionals this week, which I think we'll get into our next peak, in our next pick. I thought that, that Sparty threw and ran the ball well last week. I look for them to roll against Western this week. Then we got Rutgers against Eastern Michigan. I'm taking the Eagles, if I'm not mistaken. You're taking Rutgers. I'm just never betting on Rutgers, ever in my life. Never, ever, ever. Period and died. Sorry, New Jersey. I'd love to say I'm a Big Ten guy through and through, except that I didn't pick the Big Ten in my next pick. I'm also going to have a little bit of faith in Rutgers that we can deal with Michigan directional schools at home. 
We'll see. Oh, yeah. The One time. Fear Stadium that Rutgers is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know they got hot tubs in the student section? I Things I would never get in. A stu- Rutgers to- student section hot tub. Couldn't pay me enough money. Couldn't about pay to get me. hot in Central Jersey next week. Hot. Uh, then we got Nebraska at Oregon. I'm taking Nebraska. You're actually taking Oregon. Talk. Yeah, can you explain? Have you? No. Have you lost your mind? Nebraska is mediocre at best, and they're going to Eugene. Why are you taking Nebraska? Because I don't think there's going to be any fans there, me. man. Have you seen, like, the air quality? I mean, I feel bad for them, but <laughs> Oregon's burning down. The, the shots from Eugene are – they might even cancel that game. Real talk, though. Fair, 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 fair. I shouldn't have laughed that hard. Uh, I still think on a neutral site with air quality that is breathable, uh, Oregon wins. Okay. Highest ranking game we disagree on. We got number six, USC hosting number 14, Stanford. I'm taking USC. You're taking Stanford. You are high on Sam Darnold, though, for the Heisman, but you think he can't beat Stanford at home. Wait, did you listen to my Heisman preview? I said, number one, Bo Scarborough. I said, a distant second, uh, I didn't Shaquan say you Barkley. thought he'd win the Heisman. I'm just saying you've been hyping him. Yeah, it's also the 10-year anniversary of Jim. And, dude, I'm not betting against David Shaw. I'm not going to do it. David Shaw versus Sam Darnold, who are you taking? I'm taking David Shaw. You're, though, siding with your boy, Sam Darnold. Tell me why. Fight on Trojans. Um, I mean, they... Can't sanction the end zone. They, I mean, so, one, yeah, they struggled against Western. Um, but I honestly think you've been underrating Western all offseason just because they don't have Fleck anymore. But they got their quarterback back. They got their running back, Ronald Jones, back. They got four people come back on defense. Um, Stanford has about equally as many starters returning. But really, if you look, what's really swaying me is if you look at all the preseason all pack 10 rankings that any sports writers have put out, it's basically USC's roster. Like, every starter is somewhere on the one through three. That's why I'm picking them. So, we shall see. I'm hyped for week two. Got a slate of great games. I got it. Before we go, I got to get your opinion on one more thing. I meant to mention this earlier, but we're going to do it now. Are you ready? Go. Okay. Have you heard of the hunt the ball trash can that Tennessee Dude, is doing? I saw it. I'd never heard of it up until this point. The whole time, I was like, what the heck is that thing? All right. Do you get it? Like, hunt the ball. When they make a turnover, you put it in the trash can, right? Yeah. They know that's Somebody... terrible optics, right, though? <laughs> Somebody literally holds up a trash can, like as you're saying, an object that symbolizes garbage, (laughs) runs up and down their sideline. And then if you cause a turnover, you're allowed to put the ball in the trash can labeled HTB. Yeah, that was really dumb. Whoever thought of that idea. And I love it. And I got to credit our rivals at Saturday Down South for bringing up this discussion in their pod this week. When I would love to be a fly on the wall at the coaches' meeting where they were like, you know what? Yes. You know what's going to hype up our secondary? <laughs> Hunt the ball. <laughs> and then some guy holds a trash can over their head and runs around with it. Yeah. No. If you don't think I'm labeling all the trash cans in mom and dad's house HTB tomorrow, you're like sadly mistaken. It's <laughs> a good idea. So, all right, folks, thank you so much for tuning in. After Hurricane Harvey brought so much destruction to the city of Houston and one of the largest recorded hurricanes headed quickly towards the Florida coast, College Football Podcast feels frivolous to some degree. 
in 2001, I had a train ticket to Ann Arbor to watch then Heisman Trophy hopeful Kurt Kittner and Illinois play at Michigan. As you know, that game ended up being canceled due to the terrorist attacks on 9-11. College football is never going to fix a traumatic event. But sports and sports teams do have a way of bringing communities together and healing. I, I think about the Saints winning the Super Bowl in 2010. I think about the cheers in Michigan Stadium after the national anthem the week after 9-11. After significant trauma and grief, it felt encouraging to be part of a community of people who believed in and loved and had passion for the same things that you did. Sports can bind close communities. From our community to yours, the thoughts and prayers of 15 Minute You go out to Houston and the state of Florida this weekend. Remember, folks, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, wherever else you get your fine podcasts. Hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. We'll always be here with you. Better late than never. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at 15 Minute You and Twitter at 15 Minute You and at Evan underscore 15 menu, the leading Twitter follower. Thank you, folks. Remember, don't pick them like my brother. And don't pick them like my brother. Well, we're at 20. Not terrible. Laugh, as the millennials would say.